This is the Winning Plays Podcast on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider for the NBA's winningest franchise. Winning Plays is back. The Celtics season is back. Rich Levine is back. Things are coming up Millhouse here in October. Drew Holiday is a Celtic. And Rich, we had to, we had to bring in the big guns for this. This is, uh, I'd say, judging by the reaction at his introductory press conference on Wednesday here, I'm not sure ownership or Brad Stevens has ever been happier with any kind of acquisitions they've made in certainly in uh, the last decade. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> what's that say? What's that say about what they really thought about this team before the Bucks somehow landed? Uh, Damn, <laughs> we, we, we were all kind of saying the same thing, right? Like, what, what's the plan here? Like, they're right. they're easily worse than last year. They're not a bad team, but they're most definitely most likely worse than last year at the very least. And now a a multi-time all-star NBA champ, all defense. I, he, he averaged what, almost 20, like 19 plus, like seven and five last year. I was, I was kind of shocked by that line. I mean, that's like an all around piece. That's a championship piece. Clearly the only championship, the, uh, the only guy on the team now with a, uh, with a ring. It's nice to have one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what can I say? I mean, it, it's it, it's great. I mean, I I still think as we talked about last time, uh, a lot depends on KP and Porzingis and his his health. If 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 he's out there, if he if he is out there, if he plays late uh, high sixties, low seventies in the games, and he and he's healthy for the postseason, uh, I mean, these are there's a reason that they are the favorites to uh, to win the title. And you just throw when you throw that resume that you put out there with the fact that like the fuel of like going against the bucks here for, for Drew holiday to be like, okay, this is it's one thing to just get a guy like this. That's like, uh, the, as high character a guy as you can dream about. And obviously and he's getting up there in age, but he was an all-star last year. There's clearly enough left in the tank at this point uh, for at least the next year or two, it seems like, but then you, you throw in that part of the equation there. It's just like, while also taking the pressure off our Porzingis to your point in terms of like, okay, yeah, you're here. You're really important, but you can get hurt, and we're going to be able to manage that during the regular season. Like that's going to be okay as long as you're good. April, May. Like I feel like that. The, the margin of error here has gone down quite a bit um, when you have just four guys like this in place. Yeah, and we talk about those numbers. I don't think that's the obviously that's not the expectation here. For most of last year, I think he was the number two, and with Milton coming back, like in this offense, in this starting lineup, like he's the fourth option. Maybe the fifth, depending right, on Derek, fifth, depending how, on, right. how Derek's feeling. Sure. Uh, I, uh, like I said, I mean that 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 is it's scary. And again, once you get into the onto the bench, which like last year, most of this conversation was such a deep team. Like this team is built for the long haul. Um, not quite the case as much this year. Um, uh, between Al and you know, there's a lot on Pritchard, a lot on Hauser. Um, asking a lot for Al at his age. Um, so like once you get once you once you get past that 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 first five, it's not quite as exciting. But as long as they're there, like you know, once you get to the playoffs, once it really matters, you need six seven players is really all that's going to matter. Right, and that's like Pritchard, Hauser, those guys have shown they can be solid regular season contributors, and that's something that now Joe Mazzulla will have to play them. Like at points last year, obviously they were you know there just wasn't room for them, and now you've 
not only have you made yourself a better playoff ready rotation with the ability to still add another name, I think that they'll probably go after, I assume at some point during the year to kind of give them an alternative on that front line in case, you know, Al do you have any names that can get me excited. I do. I did write on this already. I'm asked. I'll pull that up in a second for you. We'll, 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 we'll get your pick of the litter on that list um, okay. later in the pod here. But it is a situation now where even like Luke Cornell, like all these guys, like you can get, you can get 15 minutes out of these guys and be fine. If you have, if they're on the floor, it's like, you're going to be able to have two of these guys on the floor at all times out of Drew, Porzingis, Brown and Tatum. And that's just going to be a luxury of where all these, anyone else on the floor from them are going to get great looks. Like Drew Holiday's going to get more open threes than he's ever had in his career. And again, if it, and even Al, like if Al plays more than 25 minutes this year, like th- that'll be criminal in terms of like <laughs> what yeah. you need to have him be ready for during this playoffs and getting him ready for that. Cause you could, I think you could see now those playoffs last year, it's like he was not the same guy after facing and beating the second round. Like, and that's understandable. Like sure. that's a lot to put on him after a, what was should have been a tougher a tougher than what it should have been first round series. And so now it's like, no, now we need to we know there's only so many bullets Al Horford has at thirty seven years old and now you like you can actually get him ready for it for because you don't need him in the regular season as much. Right. You need him I like like I've said a few times I think uh, on this podcast, he's like sort of like an older like Kevin Love at this point, a guy that you're just maybe looking to grab some 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 rebounds, get it there was body around a little bit, but mostly just kind of spread the defense. You got to hope that he can hit like somewhere in the, in the high thirties. And that's exciting. I mean, you look at the, at the bench and obviously some of the names aren't there, but like between Hauser, Pritchard, even Svee and, and Al, you got, you got four guys there that could very easily shoot around 40%. I mean, clearly if they do, this is going to be even a better season than, than we're predicting right now. I mean, even if you get like two of those guys to, to be able to hit at that clip, like you said, surrounded by the dudes that they will be. I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's great. I, I, I was not very optimistic heading into this year. And that's like, I'm talking optimistic, like for a title, like clearly right. with the team that they had anyways, it's a, you know, home court advantage, you know, top four, you thinking at least you're going to get to the second round of the playoffs, but like, you know, Drew really, really changes stuff. And it's, it, it's great. And, uh, and again, I'm, I'm not surprised that, uh, that everyone was so excited, like you talk about at that press conference, because I think they knew the same thing. Here's a question: yeah, it, If I mean, let's let, let's say that uh, somehow the Brogdon deal does not fall through, the initial one, yeah, the initial the one, yeah, yeah, yep. So you got you have KP, but you still have Marcus. Yep. Let's say the Dame uh, trade to Milwaukee still happens. Yes. This, do you think there's any way that Drew ends up here? Yeah, I think they would have. You think they would have flipped Marcus and and Rob for Drew? Yeah, I do. I like the again the timing of those deals, like the fact that they like pivoted so quick from when the Brogdon deal fell apart to like the Marcus to Memphis situation that night. Essentially, makes like clearly they had plenty of those conversations before, like that night. Right, that they were ready to part with. They're ready. Like I feel like they were. They were like, who knows what they would have done, you know? And like you said, like, but if they obviously, you know, their first, they made that initial choice to move Brogdon before Smart, but like, it would have not shocked me if they, you know, moved both separately earlier in the summer, like, in 
subsequent deals. And and then if and then the situation if the situation played out like it did, but if Smarts just stayed put and Drew became available here, yeah, I have no like doubt. It would have been maybe even tougher to swallow, but like I think from a from a non court standpoint, it's 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 hard to argue with as far as like Drew has a questionable playoff resume from a standpoint of like his numbers go down, but like there's no doubt. Like he was having to be a number, he was miscast as a number two option with the Bucks a lot of these in recent years, where that's clearly like beyond his realm when Middleton was hurt. And now in this right. offense, if this team is healthy, like you're asking him to be a number four option. And that's, I think, a, a far better place for him than it was for, you know, Marcus Smart in that role. All right, let's take a break to hear from our sponsor, FanDuel. Snap into the action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Massachusetts. Hope is here. First online, real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling help line ma.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smarts from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. Right, yeah. If 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 Drew somehow ends up as the second option on this team, like there are bigger issues. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't need to worry about <laughs> about another title. But like you said, you know, we talk about his career, about his accolades, about his resume, and you're like, oh, like is he is he going to have that that fire? You know, what 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 does he have left to accomplish? Uh, but like you said, man, he's got that he's got all the fire he needs. The team just gave up on him for I mean for good reason for Dame, for Dame Willard. But like, man, talk about having that fuck you and and you. Like I, I hope that he brings that. You know, he's certainly going to bring that every every Milwaukee matchup. But like, you got to hope that he's going to have a little bit of that uh, that chip on his shoulder. And and this the team still needs that a a, a little bit. You know, I think no I think that because you know Marcus obviously w- was a leader. Uh, the Jays they lead by example. You know that they, they're not. They, neither of them are super fiery. Um, bring you know can. Uh, I don't think Jason Tam's going to give many like motivational speeches in the locker room. Jalen as well. Uh, who's going to be that guy? Oh, maybe, maybe Drew can step in and and take over that role for Marcus because I'm not sure they have someone otherwise to do that. What do you think the Bucks GM like as this played out? Do you think they make this deal knowing if this was like the final result? I mean, I'm part of them had to know that like obviously some good East team could get Drew from Portland. They know when they make that trade, Drew's getting traded somewhere else. But now with the, the way these dominoes have fallen now, it's like, ooh, like, but or is it a situation where like, we just need to do it anyway, like Lillard, we need to convince Giannis to stay and this is probably our best chance to be able to do it. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm sure he was not excited about, about you ending up in Boston, but I don't think, you know, not ideal, but you still, if you think that you're better with Dame than you are with Drew, then you make the deal and, you know. You got. It's not going to be easy either way. Like you said, Drew's going to end up somewhere. Portland's not going to, going to, going to, going to keep him most likely. So, um, yeah, it's a little bittersweet, but not enough to make him regret anything. I don't. I don't imagine. I didn't. Did you think Rob would be 
on the table as much. Like when when I analyzed this deal before it came out, I was like, "Ooh, they're not going to be able to pay Drew, and they have to include Rob Rowe." Like I don't know if they're going to be willing to do that with and and add picks on top of it that the the Blazers clearly wanted here, but clearly they they swallowed hard and and and, and did it here. Does that is, is there any twinge of regret in you for for that? Do you think that's just you know the price you got to pay? I wouldn't say regret. Like it's obviously sad losing a guy like Rob. You know he was for for the last handful of years, like not even for what he was, but the, the thought of what he could be. Like there's nothing better than like young talent imagining like the best case scenario. Um, but you know we got like at least two. I mean certainly one to even have one finals run with Rob. I, I always felt like that's what you were gonna get. Like how you, can you count on this guy to be healthy every year at the end at, at the end of the season? It never felt like it. It always felt like you know like load management to the max and like always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Always waiting for him to just come up a little bit limp or or whatever was was, was going to happen i felt like that was the shot like you get rob healthy against the warriors you got to do it and now it's just like yeah maybe maybe you can keep him around and 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 he can have another how many games did he even did he even play last year i know I he was like i know he was 40 and 50 i would think maybe yeah and i know he was he was healthy obviously uh in the postseason the Celtics had other issues by by that point but like it, it's it's a bummer. I mean, who who didn't love Rob? Like, not just like his game, which was mesmerizing, and you always like. I don't necessarily think he's reached his his the max of what he's going to be able to do out there. But he was just seemed like a, just a chill, like like solid guy. Um, clearly well liked within the locker room. Um, but I say you get a chance to get a guy like Drew, and like maybe maybe in the best case scenario. Rob can be around, but I don't think you can count on it. And you can, sometimes you just gotta, just time to move on. I mean, we've seen we've seen it a million times with guys in in every sport and in, in, in Boston. And uh, would would I in, in a perfect world would I love a healthy Rob be on the Celtics for another five years? But that's just just not reality. I'm thankful for the time that we did get to watch him. Clearly, wishing him nothing but the best in Portland or wherever else he might end up over the next couple of years. But um, I think it was a deal you had to make, and I was I, I was okay with it. Like when I saw that he was involved. And maybe it's a little hard, like after losing Marcus in the same in the same uh, off season, you're like a little bit uh, numb to the feeling. But uh, yeah, it's it, it's a bummer, but it's cool. Yeah, only 35 games for Rob last year, so even less. I mean, he obviously was out the first two months there. But to yeah. your point on that, like it's when you factor in the injury concerns to the fact that, like, even when he is at his best, like, is he a guy you're going to be? putting in at the end of is he an air crunch time lineup anyway and maybe he would have like developed t- taking that step this year but by and large like even at his best like you're not necessarily playing him over al in those spots because for the shooting and just for the experience etc like his ceiling obviously is much higher there but he was never consistent enough at the spots that mattered, I feel like to where you like, you kind of have to factor in being like, okay, this is a guy that we might not be playing when it matters most. And we're, we're trading him for a guy that will definitely be in the game when it matters most. And that kind of a trade-off when you're in this kind of win now window, I think, you know, probably just ups the ending with the fact that Drew Hall, like there's a guy, like there was no guarantee a guy as good as Drew Holiday would become available this year. Like we all, like we, like we talked about earlier this summer, it's like we assumed there was more to come here and, but like, and maybe there was a potentially better fit out there, but it's tough to envision it for sure. When a guy like this becomes available. 
No, it's, and that's the NBA, right? You never know what, what's going to happen. All you can do is like keep yourself in a position where you have options. So like when Drew Holiday is suddenly available, you have the ability to go and get him and make a run at him. And the Celtics with the picks that they still have left, like are still kind of in a position to do that. But it's funny because I was looking at like last year, like Rob's playoff numbers, just thinking about like the loss of having him in the postseason. Cause that's really, I don't know. That's what ultimately, ultimately matters. But like you're looking at, and he played in all 20 playoff games, which mm-hmm. I, I was a little bit surprised by, um, you know, like 21 minutes, but at, you know, seven, 7.7 7 points, you know, six rebounds, um, a little more than a block. Like, on, like on one hand, you're thinking, okay, you can, you can probably replace that. But then, like, you start looking at the analytics, and all of a sudden, like, he's just like popping again. Like, even like despite those numbers, you know, yeah. Um, he was like, you know, like second best defensive rating, uh, the third, uh, like the well, really the the, the top offensive rating because the other two are Mascala and and Cornette for guys that had a higher O rating than than Rob. Um, you know, it's like, it's, it's wild. He just somehow when it comes to the analytics still is proving to be a really, a much more significant player than like seven, six and one would, would suggest. And you're going to feel that, but like, can you count on it? I, I I don't know, maybe, but this is a time you gotta like, how many more years do do you have here with, with the Jays to really make this happen? Like maybe one. (laughs) Yeah. Like one after this year, I think this is like. The window was already going to be, I mean, we know Jalen's not going anywhere this year. And, right. but after this year, like things, especially if they extend Drew, like things get really pricey in a real big hurry to a point where, like, even if, I mean, if they win a title, then everything changes in terms of how you build this team. But if not, then we're guaranteed to have, I think, one, if not two of these top four guys, like probably somewhere else in a couple of years, if if this doesn't work, um, if they want to build out a fuller team and build out a team without having to pay incredible, you know, historic luxury tax amounts based on the repeater tax that they'd, they'd be hit with by having, you know, paying four guys 160 million combines or whatever. So, I mean, that's stuff to worry about down the line. But for now, like you said, this is, this is the time to do it. They really hadn't pushed their chips all in on any season in recent memory, um, short of, you know, 2008. And so now uh, it's, they, they, they found a window to do it and they did it. And it's for better or worse. It's, it's a, they at least are giving themselves a a fighting chance here. Is Wenyan Gabriel going to be the third big man on this team? He's going to give Luke Cornette a run for his money. Um, yeah, it's so here. I did pull up the list. I have the okay. list for you. This is like this. Was these the guys are better than Wenyan Gabriel. The, are these guys better than Wenyan Gabriel and Luke Cornette and uh, O'Shea Brissett, who will be? I mean, he'll be playing more four than five, but we'll see what how creative they get with that. So, what the Celtics have to add here, they have the Grant Williams TPE, which is like six point two million dollars. So you Not can bad. trade for a guy making, you know, a little more than pocket change in the NBA. Um, then they could obviously make a a person for person trade, but there's not a lot of salary to do that. You probably have to move Peyton Pritchard and some other stuff. And that's you may not want to do that. Anyway, we'll see how that plays out. His situation will be fascinating with contract talks coming up. But yeah, here's some, here's some names making under 6.2 million. What you, you, you stop me when you want your, you for okay. years here. Kenrick Williams. OKC, 6.1 mm. million. 
Okay. Don't mind him. He's, he seems like more of a swing guy than a, than a big, but yeah, not sure. a real, not true, but he's whatever. He's probably like six, seven. Um, Jalen Smith. Ooh. Okay. Pacers center. Former lottery pick. Celtics have been tied to him, I think, in the past. That's potential. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, Nick Richards. Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> Mason Plumlee. $5 million with the Clippers. They probably need him. They're probably not going to be looking to trade him, but I'm sure it could be had. Um, for the right offer. Uh Precious Precious Achua. Toronto, four point three million. Okay. Uh a very what could be a very fun reunion in Dallas with Dwight Powell for four million dollars. Okay. Rhino deal full circle. Bring him back. Um Mark Williams, Charlotte, three point nine million. That's an okay. that's an interesting, like, you know. 70% of Rob type guy, if you like certainly that type of player type. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if, if they'd be willing to to give Yeah, you'd have to give a lot to get him probably. Yeah. Um and then Drummond, Ari <laughs> Eason, yeah, that's, we're gonna skip over that one. And then the other real interesting on this list, Xavier Tillman. Ooh. Memphis, one point nine million. Last year his deal with Memphis before they have to pay him. And Tillman so, would be great. That doesn't seem as real. I mean Mason Plumley, sure. Like less than twenty minutes a night, right? Just insurance, just when you need them. Obviously, like you know, probably uh, you know he, he's worse than Rob when it comes to spreading the 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 floor. Like you've got nothing uh, on that level. But like block shots, like a decent passer, like can still move. I mean, it's, it obviously, and talk about moving. Like Precious is run the floor yep. essentially. Um, and what's, I mean, can, can he shoot at all? Precious. I think he's like tried to, but I don't think it's gone particularly well. Yeah. I guess um, any of these centers that we're talking about, if they could also shoot like, yeah, they, not, like not making yeah. less than $6 million. Exactly. Like a lot of them are on rookie deals. Um, but yeah, I think generally this whole list is like non-shooters. If um, you have if Precious or, or Plumley, I mean, Williams, like to a lesser extent, but yeah, I mean, any of those guys that would that that would be significant that that would be a big improvement right. on what you have right now and what do you have to give up they're like not much right like a, a couple picks yeah i think i assume some picks like they they stockpiled you know i think six or seven future second round picks with their willing and dealing on draft night back in june when they kept on trading mm-hmm. down um and they still have three future first like i don't know if they want to touch those i mean you're not going to touch those for any of these guys probably like maybe Mark Williams who would if you really want to get spicy, um, but yeah, like you know, so that seems like are... the only missing. That's the missing piece right now. Like that's the one thing where you look at this roster and you're like, yeah, that's the maybe what could get in the way of of them getting as far as they need to. Right. Now, even if it's just about like you know getting a first or second seed, you know, over the course because I mean there are going to be games that Porzingis is not playing eighty two games. No. Al's not playing back to backs. Uh, yeah, so like, what do you what what are you doing in those situations? Like, I, I and I guess like Al at this stage, like he and you know he's got the experience. He he can step in and and start when you need him. But like, you're still not gonna like randomly start playing Al Horford 30, 30 minutes a night. And then there's <laughs> he did last like, year and didn't work well. <laughs> or like, and, and, and yeah, yeah, sure, but but at least that that was more of the expectation, I think, uh, to to a certain extent. I mean, he was still starting last year, yeah. Um, and you still have Rob uh, there, and but like you just don't have 
really anyone behind him. I know Cornette's done it in, in, in spots. It's like he's he was decent last year when they needed him, and obviously Blake is still he's still a free, is he a free agent he's out still there. Still hanging out. Yep, I think I would be a midseason return for him, and whether it's Boston or some team out by you in LA, like that'd be sure. my guess. Um, but they, you know, they'll for the I'd, I'd be shocked to see him if we see him in 2023. I'd be, I bet it's like closer to the trade deadline or something like that if he gets the itch. What's the know. deal? What's uh, Nemias Queta? Is that, is that yeah. correctly? Yeah, um, what's the deal? Do you know anything? Or... I mean, two way guy, he's seven he, feet. I, I know that. Yeah, I mean, he's he's played with the Kings for a while here and. Um, yeah, I honestly, I'm curious, very curious to see him in these. Like, they're going to play three preseason games next week, and he's probably going to get played. If he is playing one of those games, that's a sign that maybe he's looking good in practice. If he can't get on the floor sure. um, at all, then that, that kind of tells you if he, it's, he's going the Captain Gelly route. So, why, in, why in the world are they playing back-to-back preseason games? I, it's a bizarre setup for sure. Um, but, yeah, you'll be – I presume you'll probably see – no one meaningful in any of these back to on the back to back Sunday Monday here coming up, right? Um, and then, but it'll be good good chance to look at. I mean, it'll be a really interesting competition. Guys, ten through fifteen on this roster, a lot of non guaranteed guys. Celtics so could try to look at some guys that get waived from other teams, since a lot of teams have just seventeen players on their roster on guaranteed contracts, so they're going to have to dump. Maybe someone yeah, intriguing. I, we'll see. I saw a breakdown today. It was like something like OKC still has to cut like three guys potentially. Yep. Yeah, there's like um, a bunch of teams like that. Yeah, so that that will be interesting. That makes sense that 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 they are waiting. Because how many roster spots are open right now? So they technically with Lamar Stevens, they have 15 um, mm-hmm. guys, but I think four of those guys are on non guaranteed deals. So like they could pretty much cut them with no. Like Stevens is on there non guaranteed. I think Gabriel is on a small or non guaranteed. So that's everyone's playing for their spots. Like maybe they keep everyone. Maybe they like all these guys and they stay put, but. They have definitely given themselves the flexibility to make a trade during the preseason or just, oh, someone got waived here. Maybe we can pick them up. We can offer yeah. them a spot. Like it's they at least have a chance to sell any decent big guy to be like, hey, you could actually come play here. Like, you want to play right? a contender? Like, here you go. To- totally. Yeah. yeah, no, that's like the like the PJ Brown right. kind of move. Um uh, I, I like that Gabriel is a, a New England guy. Yeah. I realize stronger. I mean, by way of Sudan, but still, like, right. (laughs) Still grew up, uh, Western Mass in New Hampshire. Yeah. He played in Manchester and I think he played out in, in Western Mass too, out by Springfield. So, like, I hope he clicks. That'd be cool. Yeah. He, there was definitely, he was super pumped. He talked to us at practice on Tuesday and it was very, very excited to, you know, it kind of lined up well for him here. And, and yeah, we're going to wrap things up. Paul Pierce hanging out of practice this week. Hanging out with Tatum all summer. Eddie House doing a three-point contest with him and Pierce with Tatum talking trash to those guys and Sam Cassell. I saw that. Rounding it out. What, what, the, the was, that that is, was that a lot of fun? I, I, oh, I mean, we, what do we need to pay these guys to hang around all year to add some uh, drama to practice for us? But uh, the I don't whole know if Pierce is the best, is the best uh, example for some of these guys. The best. <laughs> Did he have his shades on? No, he actually he was going straight on. <laughs> he looked... He looked straight. okay. He looked, he looked, he looked okay. clear. He was, shooting, looked he was clear. taking shots. He was making three. So he had to be, had a clear mind. For Listen, that Paul, Paul Pierce could be blocked out and, and <laughs> that match. He could, could shoot 35% from, from, from three. 
Um, but that, yeah, I mean that that that's cool. I know obviously Eddie's around because he's 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 working on TV again this year, right? Yeah. Yep. I wonder if Paul. I don't know. Paul doesn't need to. to I don't think he's going to come back to Boston and and do that. Oh, who knows? I mean, maybe he needs the money. But I know that him and him and uh, him and KG have their show. That's right. Out there. Um, but does he? Was he just around? Was he just in town? Did he say anything about like why he was there? It's just a. All right. Well, so like, film it sounds like interviews. Joe Mazzulla talked about how he had written an email to everyone, all saw this alum to be like, "Hey, we want you guys around more often. You know, come to practice, come to games whenever you want." Like, that's cool. Much. So, Joe, I mean, Joe seems like a different guy in general too. Talking to us this year, his he's much more at ease. Um, really, much looser. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's jarring in a, in a good way. Um, that's great. It. That's so, that's. I mean, it makes sense, right? I mean, right. I think when, you, when you think about the circumstances of which he, he, he took over last year, um, it's very understandable that it, that it was a it was a whirlwind for him. And I'm sure it obviously learned a lot along the way, let's hope. Um, and if not, you know, he doesn't need to look far to see a bunch of guys that are ready to take his job. <laughs> so That's the truth. You know. they, they have him lined up if they're needed, but... He's got everything right there for him, and he just needs some some good health and um and maybe some better late game management to uh <laughs> to pull things out here. But there'll be plenty of time for that. Um, but yeah, that's we'll say the vibes are good. Rich, we'll see. We'll actually see some games coming up here in the next few weeks. That's and, crazy. Um, so this month we can this month? say the Celtics season starts this month. This month, like a couple three, weeks, three weeks away, I think. What so, is that? What is it like? The twenty? What what day do they actually start? I want to say it's the twenty fifth. Yeah, so just under three weeks. Last Man. last Wednesday in October. But J- does Jalen look uh, a little little bit more jacked this year? His arms he does. Like yeah, weird. I think you're right. Like he is. I mean, he's already always. I think added muscle over here, but I think this it is like pretty distinct. Like he's looks probably as jacked on in the upper body as he has. So, so Wednesday, October 25th at New York, you could see them losing that game. And then Miami on Friday. Wow. That's a, that's how you start yeah, the season. It's a fun one to out of the gate. Mm-hmm. And then a nice wizards game on the Monday afterwards to, in case they start yeah. on too. But okay. We can right, well, we'll be next time. <laughs> we'll go, we'll go win loss, win loss when you're back. Yeah, all 82. Nice much here. Um, all right. Always great to see your face, Rich. Always great to get. Same to you, my man. And enjoy uh, the uh, enjoy your last week or so of uh, of sanity. <laughs> we thought we were gonna have an extra week before camp, and that that went away quickly here. So, um, but but for good reasons. But all right, we'll check in with Rich periodically here throughout the year, and we'll be back with you guys next week as we actually have some crazy old preseason games to react to. The old three and four nights, Rich, out of the gate. We'll see. We'll see what uh, O'Shea Brissett can do. Night three or four, as he. Uh... I don't even think O'Shea is going to be playing by the by the end of it. <laughs> you 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 might be out there, J. D. Davidson. What do you got? We're going to find yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Next Wednesday night, tune in. <laughs>